Hello and welcome to Touchline from Casper Els and Mark Cameron. Hello, Mark. Hi, Cas. Um, today we're talking about uh, a bit of Curry Cup rugby. We're going to start with the Curry Cup rugby because unfortunately our guest is having some technical issues. So let's start with the Curry Cup, Mark. Um, games played this weekend. Uh, Pumas 10, Sharks 24. Kriqua's uh, 27, Bulls 53, and then we had Cheetahs 66 and the Lions 7. I think that um, Cheetahs-Lions game was a bit of a, a shocker. I didn't believe that uh, the Cheetahs will beat the Lions that, that far. No, definitely. If you obviously been following the URC and the Curry Cup, then... Yeah. Uh, Obviously, there's a few question marks with regards to what's happening at the Lions. Sadly so, because they are one of the franchises that have always been up there with the rest. They've always played exciting brand of rugby. Um, but the Curry Cup is a concern because that's your feeders that go through yes. to the URC. Um, and to get outplayed like that, fair enough. The Cheetahs is there, is obviously their A side and, and the Lions playing with the B side, if you can call it yes. that, because the URC guys are the A team. Um, but to get to get outplayed like that is never a, is never a good thing, and more so if you look at where the lines are currently. You know, with regards to you can only think about the fact that it would start influencing their their structures and their game plan and their self belief. You know, so yes. it's it's not good for South African rugby either. Unfortunately, no, definitely not. And then the Bulls travelling to Kimberley. Um, I think. Oh, well, I was under the impression that. Um, the Griquas will do better. Uh, 27-53 is quite a big score. Now look, normally you go and you think, okay, Griquas playing at home in Kimberley. They are yeah. a tough bunch when they play at home and they've they've beaten numerous quality sides that have gone to, to Kimberley. Yes. Um, you know, there was this question mark and a lot of media talk this week as well that how fair is it that the Bulls have released their, their, a lot of their URC players to play in the, in the, in the Curry Cup? And then obviously play against Krikwas, and that's their strongest yes. side that they're putting on the table. Having said that, though, all the franchises knew exactly what was going to happen, and I can understand from a coaching point of view, from the URC coaches, you have some of your fringe players that you want yes. to play. Um, but I mean, having said that, all the all the franchises playing in the URC have released even players that are playing URC. It's not fringe yes. players, so, and it's and it's part of and it's part of a, of a a structured approach from the URC uh, provinces that are playing there. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I don't think it was expected to that specific scoreline. Having said that, you know, the halftime was a, was a close encounter, 15-22. You know, yeah. So it's basically the second half that, that ran away from, from the Griquas. Talking about that one now, the Pumas shocks. I mean, halftime it was a 10-12 affair and then the Pumas just couldn't score second half and um, the Sharks put up another 12 points. Yeah, yet again, um, I don't think the Sharks are playing to their potential. Yeah. Um, obviously, Sean Everett released a few of the URC players to play in that Curry Cup game yeah. as well. And both on the URC front and on the Curry Cup front, I don't think we're there. Having said that, the Sharks are unbeaten in the Curry Cup. They, they're on top of the log. Um, and it all bodes well for, for the Sharks franchise at the end of the day. But I do think there's there's lots of room for improvement, you know. But I mean, it puts 
the URC side in a good space. And uh, obviously from a Karika point of view, Karika being the richest uh, traditional club in, in South Africa and obviously in the world, um, and it's all to play for. There's all to play for. Then if we can move on to Varsity Cup, talk a bit about Varsity Cup. Um, the games played last week, uh, Monday. There's games on now tonight, um, but last week's games, uh, Tuckies against Ikees, Tucks 38, Ikees 30. Um, then UC, uh, CUT 27, Shimla's 48. Uh, you spoke about Shimla's last week coming through. Then we got UJ 35, um, the Eagles 14, Marty's 37, and Vitz 10. And then we've got uh, UWC 60 and the Madibas 26. There's some big scores here as well, Mark. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, it's so exciting to see all the youngsters play the part. Um, this is Varsity Cup is, is, is a big competition, breeding ground for some quality youngsters coming through and potential Springboks in the future. We've had how many of them going through the ranks, playing yes. for the provinces and then obviously playing for, for the Springboks. You know, but the one that you mentioned again, we speak about Shimla's often. Yeah. With Swayze the Brain there currently and the brand that they are playing, they are the only undefeated university in, in, in the cup. And uh, you know, they've been playing exciting rugby. And yet again, as you saw, C U T ten and Shimla's nineteen at half time and it's a second half where obviously Shimla's pulled away a little bit. Yeah. You know? So um, and it's exciting. It's exciting for, for the Free State yet again. Um, it's been a couple of years that they haven't had the quality or structures maybe to, to produce at this front because traditionally it's it's the Cape universities and then Tuckies yes. up there, you know. So um, this time around it's different and uh, I think it's up for the grabs this year. It's definitely up for grabs. Games playing played tonight, um, we've got... Madiba's playing against uh, CUT. We've got um, the Eagles playing against against Tuckies. We've got Marty's against UJ. We've got Vitz against Shimla's. And then we've got Ikey's against the University of the Western Cape. Um, also some good games. Definitely. If you look at if you look at Marty's UJ, um, Peter De Villiers, the ex-Springbok coach. Um, yes was asked to hand out some of the jerseys there today, so um, good on him. Um, you know, and, and it's nice to see someone like him getting involved. Yes. I mean, he used to coach at, at Varsity Cup in any case, so he's used to that. But it's nice seeing him seeing him supporting the, the universities. You know, And yet again, I think there's going to be a few surprises there um, at the end of the day, which is what we want. Definitely. Mark, if we can carry on with the yeah. under-20. The um, SA under-20 Cup, the Leopards played the Lions. The Lions beating the Leopards 24-14. If we can just stop there quickly. Yes. So if you look at the senior sides, yeah. um, all the Lions sides are battling. Yes. Um, and now the youngsters are coming through. And yes, I do understand. It's it's a first one and a once-off maybe. Uh, but I mean, that is something that personally, as as if I was a Lions coach seniors or whatever looking down at that to say right we might not have played a stormers or a cheetah side yeah. 
but we're playing a leper side at that level, um, like in the like in the Craven Week, and that at that level anything can go any way. But I think it's important for them to have beaten the leopards away from home. Yes. And I think it's important for them to build on that, to say, right, our senior sides can't do it. Let's start picking up some momentum a little bit and, and putting pressure on the senior sides because a lot of these youngsters that play under 20 could still make it in the senior side as well if they put their hands up. So I think it's a massive motivational it definitely point for them is. to keep going. Then the next one, Eastern Province versus the Cheetahs. Cheetahs beating Eastern Province in the Eastern Cape. 63-13, and then we've got Western Province and the Bulls, which was a very, very close encounter, and the, the Western Province just made it um, in the last minute or so. Western Province beating the Bulls 30-29. So if you look at the Cheetahs Eastern Province game, um, you know, traditionally, Cheetahs should be too strong for Eastern Province. They have, Sadly so, they've got such a rich foundation and uh, and a fountain of, of players in the Eastern Cape that South Africa can actually tap into. Whether it's a structure thing, whether it's, I don't know, what they're doing there, but unfortunately, from a, from a playing perspective, those youngsters through the ranks, through the seniors, are just not coming through. You know, I think they're also part of the problem maybe is they scattered all over, all over the Eastern Province. Um, whereas in the Western Province or in the Bulls, they're closer to connected yeah. to each other. That could be part of it. I don't know if it's a structure thing from the from the juniors right through to the seniors how it works. But I mean, if you look at if you look at that, and you've got a young province like Eastern Province that is busy rebuilding and want to reclaim. I mean, they a few years ago played in the URC. Yes. Um, now they in the B division of the Curry Cup. They're battling to do certain things. And a, and a scoreline like that, 63-13, I think it's, it's, it's degrading for the youngsters, really wanting to put their foot down and also showcase their stuff. It's, and it's sad. Then obviously, yeah. sorry, I forgot about this one. <laughs> then you talk about Western Province and, and the Bulls. And the Bulls. Um, province playing at home. Yeah. And uh, the Bulls, 29-30, obviously nothing in that. But... Um, the Bulls, we spoke about it a few episodes ago. We spoke about Jake White putting in specific yes. structures. Last week when we spoke to Marlies, she spoke about um, the the younger coaches that they got involved there from schoolboy level putting into the structures. And, I mean, it just speaks volumes for the Bulls rugby where they are going at the moment. You know, they, their core foundation is strong um, and they're all working to a specific goal. And I think when Jake White took over in the beginning, we all thought this was going to happen, and they've gone through a little bit of a lull yeah. at the moment. But the the structures in the Bulls are so strong, and you can actually see it in their under-20. So um, I think those are probably, and I'm hoping to say the, the Sharks as well, but those two those two franchises are probably the two to, to look at in the SA Under-20 Cup. Definitely. Um then games coming up um, this Friday will be the Lions against Western Province. And then on Saturday, we've got the Cheetahs um, against the Leopards. Leopards going to Bloemfontein. And then we've got the Bulls Sharks, um, Sharks playing in Pretoria. Yeah, so if you look at the Province Lions one, that is now a place for the Lions playing at home yes. to, to stand up. Because as I said earlier on, um, they beat the Leopards 24-14. And yes, it's a victory. Maybe not as, as big as they would have liked, but their challenge will definitely be against Province because, as we saw against the Bulls, Province is a quality outfit. They've always 
They've always had quality players coming through. So that one's going to be interesting from from a Lions perspective. Cheetahs and Leopards, it should go. It should go the Cheetahs should go way. Cheetahs way. If you look and at I what mean, they've they done, playing at yeah. home, and you can't go on previous results. But if you look at what happened the week before yes. that, and then yet again the Bulls, Sharks, at Epic Fort Loftus, um, and maybe it's not Fort Loftus for the for the <laughs> youngsters. Yeah. But I mean that's a tradition there, and they take pride in, in winning their home games. Mark, it's still it's still big for a youngster, whether Definitely. you play at schoolboy rugby or. Under 20 sides, I mean, it's it's big playing at Ro- at no, Loftus. definitely, and and you know it's intimidating when you when it you does. go there. Yeah, um, no, it definitely is. And I mean, there's I mean, whether you're from the Sharks or from the Stormers or Cheetahs or wherever, there's a few big names that have gone through the Bulls, like yeah. they've gone through all the other uh, franchises. But uh, the Sharks, you know, let's let's hold thumbs and let's hope it's a it's a it's another quality game. What we don't want is for one province to run away with it before the Curry Cup is even finished. So hopefully the Sharks will pull this one off. Yes. Um, Just something I I, I forgot or I missed. Um, I just want to go back to the Varsity Cup or the Varsity Shield, actually. Um, A couple of games that were played in the Varsity Shield. Um, The Varsity Shield started and and it's sort of not quite where we think it should be. Um, I see that UKZN um, MPs um, made some some head, headlines um, in the way that they played. Um, some good rugby. Yeah, look, I think it was a little bit of a surprise, I think. It was. Um, because they played against a quality side. And, uh, you know, with, with we know the coach very well, Donald Nguenia, and, and congratulations to him and the UKZN side. What one needs, though, is the consistency. Yes, and to play two tough games like that, two days apart from each other, and we saw that in the second round, um, was a bit tough on Sunday. But all credit to to UKZN, and you know, for for them now to to kick on and to make it a success, obviously coming home or like all the other uh, universities going home, reassessing, having a look at your opposition, and then and then going back. I think. The, the the way the shield has been structured yes this year compared to last yes. year where they were in the bubble and I think they played three or four games in the ten days that they were there. This time around you play two games in basically three days. So um it's also gonna be tough and, and man and 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 player management I think is gonna play a crucial no. role here. But it's not as difficult on the players and the player bodies as, as last year. Last year. No, fair last, enough. I last think, year was a... Well, we don't know. We're sitting on this side. Uh, so obviously we'll, we'll ask some of the coaches to join us in studio in the, in the near future and, and hear from them. Yeah. But yet again, I think it's player management. And, and I think from a UKZN point of view, because uh, they did so well and um, they won their first game, Obviously, that's a motivator, and I mean the second one they came unstuck a little bit, but uh, credit to them. Let's let's see where the, where they take it. Let's see where they take it. Let's go on to club rugby for a minute. Um, a lot of games being played now. It's all friendlies, and um, the leagues hasn't started yet, so all the teams are now setting up friendlies, playing friendlies against one another. And the Mums and Toti Rugby Club had the privilege of travelling to Ishawe, um, Ishawe Rugby Club, to go and play in the Bozos Cup um, this uh, past weekend. And um, above all expectation, Toti did actually very well. 
Well, it depends yet again on which side of the fence you sit. If you go above all expectations, I think when when the boys left Toti Rugby Club, they expected to be there. Okay. I think if you'd like, from a player perspective, that's yeah. always how it is. If you look at um, the last year or two, what Toti has gone through and people looking from the outside in, then you're 100% correct. But like any player, players will always back themselves and they'll always believe they'll, they'll go ahead and, and achieve the unthinkable. But from a, and I agree with you, from a, from a club perspective, how we looked at it and that I think they, the youngsters surprised many, many people, including us, yeah. um, which is great. And it's great for club yes. rugby and, and that's exactly what you want. Yeah. You know, you want, you want something like this to happen for that self-belief because what you don't want is similar to Formula One in the past where you only had one, well, I nearly said one proper driver, they're all quality drivers, <laughs> but only one car that you know, yeah. like in Michael Schumacher's era, don't even put the TV on because he's going to win. Club rugby is similar to that, you know, and, and for, for Toti now to, to start the season or pre-season like that from a self-belief point of view, I think would be magnificent. And, you know, the teams they played against weren't, weren't bad at all. No, definitely not bad teams. I was fortunate enough to be there and um, the hospitality of Ishawi Rugby Club was absolutely phenomenal. Um, Toti started off playing Richards Bay mm. in the in the round robins and Toti lost 7-12 to Richards Bay. Um, then our, our second team, um, we are over 35, supposed to be, supposed uh, to be. <laughs> played against Crusaders and uh, they drew uh, 0-0. Then... Uh, our first or no, our second team then played against Belito one, and they lost 15-0 against Belito. Then our our first team played against Drakensburg and we lost 5-0 to Drakensburg. Then Amams and Toti one played Crusaders, and we beat Crusaders 19-0. Um, then our second team carried on to play against Drakensburg and we beat Drakensburg 5-7 which then took us through to the semi-finals. Um, to me, it was a bit of a unexpected if you look at the scores and how many games we lost, but based on the rules of the Bozos Cup, it's all about try scored, and we were fortunate enough to score more tries than what um, most of the other teams have scored. And that was based on the, on the game against Crusaders where we beaten them 19-0. Um, so we advanced into the semi-finals where we then played against Drakensburg again and we beat Drakensburg in the semi-finals 26-0 Yeah, it just shows you I mean, obviously it was a 15-man game played on the sevens rules Yes and uh, uh, the halves were eight-minute eight halves initially Yes and then obviously they extended it as you oh. went into the finals um, What is important obviously in a, in a tournament like this is your man management and your player management and rest and recovery time and so on and so forth but you know I, th I think I think you are right uh, above all the expectation and I think if it was probably managed better if I can call this say that word from the beginning expecting to go through to the final yes it might have been different as well you know but as we said we played Richards Bay in the final um, they themselves did very well and uh you know, and and it's nice to see two of the of the non-top clubs, if I can put it that way, yes. in in KZN, actually performing performing quite well, and it and it's nice to see. Uh, One big thing that was a plus point is seeing all the people there, 
and all the rivalry is back and all the cheering and spectators. And one good thing was that although they were all in competition with each other, um, the camaraderie and that hasn't been lost over these years. Yes, the camaraderie in, in Ishawi was absolutely phenomenal. All the teams, um, all the club chairmen, everybody there just seemed to be friendly and, and be friends in, 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 in rugby. They, it, it was such an atmosphere. And then you had the characters of a Josh Robson walking around there and just he, he just lit up the day and everybody was around Josh as well. So it, in all, the club was, or the club game was just absolutely highlighted in, in, in this day. And um, a, a very congratu or congratulations to Richards Bay that won the, the, the plate final. Um, and then Ishawi Rugby Club that won the cup final. Uh, just saying something in the plate and the cup, it's not like in, in Sevens Rugby, um, where the plate and the cup is, or the plate is for, for third and fourth place. Um, it's equal. It's a B section and an A section. And as far as I could understand, the A section is for the Zululand teams. Yeah. And the B section is for all the teams outside of Zululand. So it's, it's equal. So Richards Bay and Ishawi are on <coughs> par, and it's exactly the same first place. It's not a, a third or a yeah. uh, fourth place. It's both first places. So well done to those clubs, and, and congratulations. And a very big thank you to Ishawi Rugby Club for, for hosting this and hosting us at Ishawi. I think it's phenomenal, and you will definitely see a Mums and Doty there next year. No, 100%. And, and you know, if you, look at, if you look at the day, I mean, I've, I was chatting to many, many players and, and coaches, even got a call from, from the South Coast um, with regards to the performances and all of that, you know, and the day itself yes. belongs to rugby. 100%. Um, it was well set up, well organised. Yeah. Um, the teams that obviously planned better did a little bit better, I think, and, yeah. and have some, some teams go there on the social you know, so they just need to fill up the teams and want to play. I would like to them. name the teams <laughs> no, that are on the social, but I so, would rather not do <laughs> that for now. So, um, <laughs> but yet again, from a club perspective in yes. South Africa, where well, in KZN, where we haven't played now in the last few months to go into a tournament like this, where there's spectators, where there's a nice vibe. Yes. Um, I mean, we can only speak from Toti's point of view, where, where the players enjoyed it. And something like this could set you up for something nice to happen throughout the season and... Maybe, but and hopefully that will work from Toti's side. You, you're talking about starting a season like this. I think this was probably the best start that you can can ever have for a team like a Mums and Toti or a Richards Bay or an Ishawi to be part of a, a tournament like this and come and play for, for actually nothing, if I can call it nothing, but for the Bozas Cup that's... Yeah. A cup that you can take home and and that you can actually um, treasure. Um, if you look at the history of the Bozos Cup from 1970, uh, 1947, they've been running since since 1947 yeah. up until now. And the nice thing about it is that Mums and Doty is 75, the Bozos Cup is 75, and Ishawi Rugby Club is 100. Yeah, so no, definitely. Putting all of that together, it's actually phenomenal. It's 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 something to play for, although it's not a, a, a league. Cup that you win, but I mean, from a pre-season point of view, um, you know, you look at fitness and you look at certain structures that you want to implement and so forth. With the games only being eight minutes, there's not much time really to to get into specifics. But 
it gives the youngsters a chance to run around. I look at Toti, we've got brand new players that have that have joined the club that one has never seen before. So you throw them in there and they play and there you actually use it as trials maybe and to advance to the finals. Yeah. Um, it's just so much better, you know, from, from youngsters that, that join a club to think, listen, maybe we're going somewhere and that. So I think it's phenomenal and, and may Shawi Rugby Club continue with that for the for the next few years. Hopefully something like a COVID doesn't intervene again. Hopefully not. And I'm sure that um, it will be an absolute pleasure to go back to Ishawi and go and do this once again. Definitely. Yeah. Mark, thank you very much. Appreciate. Before we, before we finish, sorry, just a, just a big well, well done and congratulations to DUT and the Varsity Shield. They won their first ever match on Sunday. So well done. Well done to them. They last DUT. year, they, well last done. year they they uh, battled a little bit um, with regards to how much they scored against them and so on and so forth. So so well done to DUT from from KZN. Yeah, Mark, thank you very much. Thanks, guys. It's always nice uh, sharing rugby memories with you. Have a great rugby week. Definitely. See you next week.